This is 5 in 10 for Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. I'm Derek Gilbert. A special program today as we've been keeping a close eye on the Middle East, as you well know, since October 7th. But uh, here in recent days, things appear to be ramping up. So joining us to give us some expert analysis is a Pentagon consultant and a longtime observer of the world of geopolitics and uh, theo politics, the author of a number of books that we highly recommend from Defender Publishing, most recently, Kings of the East and Divided We Stand. We welcome back to the program Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis. Uh, Bob, with news that uh, the Houthi government of Yemen, backed by Iran, of course, vows to continue attacking shipping, entering the Red Sea and around the Arabian Peninsula with uh, the rocket attacks, missile attacks on U.S. military positions in Iraq and Syria in recent weeks. What what are your what's your take? I mean, what are the odds of this turning into a wider regional war? Yeah, arguably, Derek, the region is already embroiled in, in a war. Uh, all you have to do is look well beyond the Israel-Hamas fight, which at this point is going to continue, according to Netanyahu for much of this year, if not longer. Uh, You have, of course, the exchanges that you've indicated with the Houthis in Yemen along the Red Sea, which has diverted a great deal of international traffic through the Red Sea. Uh, But you look elsewhere. We've had in excess of 140 strikes against U.S. service members in eastern Syria, as well as in Iraq. We have about 3,500 troops in that area to keep a, uh, a check on the Islamist state. Now, but it's beyond that. You know, we've seen tensions between Israel and Lebanon uh, along that common border with Hezbollah and being supplied by the Iranians. We've had the Iranian proxies that have attacked uh, Mossad headquarters or entity inside Iraq, which is quite interesting. Uh, we've had the Iranians striking into Pakistan. Uh, we've had you know, uh, you know, issues in the West Bank. We've had uh, elsewhere across the region. And there just seems to be no part of that region that is not already shooting missiles, drones, or whatever. And then, of course, I would argue that the, the real benefactor of this is not only Iranians because of our failed strategy with regard to the Islamic Republic, but also China seems to be inching its way in to replace the U.S. as the kingmaker in that region. And and as we see the relationship between Tehran and Beijing emerging, starting last year with the 25-year agreement, uh, we see that uh, there's an effort by the Biden administration to diminish uh, the stature of Israel in that part of the world. So uh, there are a host of conflicting and very troubling developments here. At January 1st, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, um, Iran, uh, among a, a group of nations admitted to BRICS, the uh, economic collective in, uh, that includes Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, um, the Saudis and the Iranians have begun to normalize relations, which is really surprising given that you've got the great Sunni power and the great Shia power uh, now um, at least warming to one another, which is uh, 
you know, th- this is a very old conflict most of us in the West don't understand. It goes back, uh, you know, what, uh, 1,200 years or something like that. Um, how does this influence things? Is this drawing both Iran and the Saudis into China's orbit? Oh, yes. Uh, the... I think the Saudis and the Chinese are on a glide path for normalization. Um, President Xi has visited uh, Riyadh, and of course the Saudis have sent uh, significant uh, parties to visit in Beijing. And so with the the Sunni-Shia divide seemingly overcome or being overcome to a certain degree, uh, then the Chinese are stepping up, and of course the Chinese have radically increase their consumption of Middle East petroleum energy. Uh, they've increased trade. Uh, you've mentioned BRICS and the you know, joining of a number of uh, India, uh, Iran, Saudi Arabia, and others. Uh, this is significant because it's distancing itself from the West and the G7, the G20, and, and other you know, international economic relationships. The Chinese trade with the Persian Gulf nations has increased 50% over the last decade. So this plus their ideological twists that they put in there, you find that the Chinese are selling themselves in the region as an alternative to the West. Uh, They are distancing themselves from ideas that is often associated with the U.S. and that is kind of a Cold War mentality toward the Chinese. Now, arguably, I would say we are in a Cold War, the Chinese, but they are trying to show themselves as an alternative to the West. And it does appear uh, on certain sectors that uh, the Chinese are making very significant inroads, not only through brick and road initiative, which they have with a number of Persian Gulf nations, but they're providing financial aid to the likes of the Iraqis. They're obviously working with the Iranians. Uh, they're working with others throughout the region uh, to bolster their interests. So uh, this is a disturbing development, and it very well could bode poorly for Israel and poorly, obviously, for the United States. How clearly do our elected officials and our bureaucrats inside the Department of State, the CIA, the intelligence community, how clearly do they see this issue? I mean, do they still, I guess what I'm asking is, do they still have this idea that we in the West are the world's only superpower still? Well, it depends upon what level you're talking about. Uh, there are ideologues at the top, appointees of the CIA, the, you know, the, certainly the NSA, uh, the National Security Council, uh, even at the Pentagon, that see things through a lens that uh, I don't share, and that is that they don't understand that their ideological changes vis-a-vis the likes of the uh, Islamists in Tehran or uh, their changing of policy with regard to Israel, uh, that this is going in a very bad and a very wrong direction and quickly. And so when you have appointees uh, by a ideologically charged administration like the Biden administration, uh, they put you know, a lot of leftists in positions that don't see the world the way that I do as a you know, member of the, I suppose, a conservative Judeo-Christian uh, worldview perspective. And this is important. And I would argue that 
we wouldn't have the wars that we have in the Middle East, the tensions. We wouldn't have the, the war in Ukraine with the Russians, Russians and, you know, the situation there. You wouldn't have the tension uh, that we're beginning to see ratcheted up in, in East Asia with regard to Taiwan and Japan, Korea, the Philippines and the like. Uh, so this is of some significance and it has a direct bearing on the national election this year. If you want more of the same of instability and the potential of more wars, uh, then you go with the Biden regime. Or uh, if you want an alternative, it appears as if you have to go back and, and kind of enjoy what we had under the Trump uh, administration. So these are issues of some consequence, obviously. Yeah. Uh, one final question, because I know you've looked at this and you're rather unique in this, in, in looking at the world geopolitically and militarily uh, with the eye of somebody who's actually trained to do so with, with a realistic worldview, I think, but also looking at the prophetic significance of the developments that are happening. How do we as Christians parse these changes uh, from a biblical perspective? Well, there's, there's a undercurrent of anti-Christian you know, movements across the globe. You know, you see it in, certainly in China. You see it in, uh, in the Middle East as, uh, you know, I've written about that and never submit. You know, but also in Western Europe, it's a post-Christian world and here in the United States. So uh, we are going to be the enemy in many cases, um, ideologically, uh, certainly spiritually, and prophetically, I think that this is beginning to show us indicators of a, a coming end, uh, perhaps, you know, because the world's turning against the gospel of Christ, uh, and it's it's quite uh, obvious, uh, not only be, because of the Marxists that are beginning to have an influence here in the United States, uh, but the Marxists that control uh, China that are beginning to raise their ugly head uh, once again in Russia, uh, Eastern Europe, uh, and of course the Middle East, the totalitarians, whether they're in Riyadh or, or in Tehran or you know, elsewhere across the Middle East are you know, bent on their own control, their own hegemonic uh, control of the entire region and more globally. And the fact that China has recruited Middle East countries and other countries as it moves forward is indicative to me that they want a new uh, world order, a world order that is no longer dominated by uh, Western democratic ideas, but one dictated by totalitarians, whether they be in Moscow or you know, Tehran or Riyadh or even Beijing. And it would appear as if that's the direction we're going. So, yeah, is this the prophetic end time? Certainly the indicators are, you know, sounding off all about us. I'm very concerned about that. And we'll have to wait and see whether or not the United States awakens uh, from its slumber here and, you know, ejects uh, the Biden administration and their leftist ideas, which of course, have really started to transform this country, which was great at one point, into mm. something that none of us are going to recognize long term. Yeah. And in the meanwhile, uh, we Christians, as long as we still have the opportunity to do so, even though that window may be closing, uh, we need to be about uh, carrying out the Great Commission, preaching the gospel and uh, baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. 
Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis, uh, we are honored to call him our friend and to draw on his expertise, the author of numerous books from Defender Publishing. You'll find him at the Skywatch TV store, most recently Kings of the East and Divided We Stand. Bob, thank you again for your time. Thank you, Derek. Have a great day. And speaking of uh, how do we parse and make sense of what is going on in the world today, uh, how do things that happened in Israel 2,800 years ago provide a template for what we are going through today? We talk about Jonathan. We talk with Jonathan Khan about that. The Josiah Manifesto details on how you can take advantage of a special offer on his latest book coming up next on Five and Ten. Jonathan Khan is back with his most explosive book ever, The Josiah Manifesto. This stunning book exposes whether or not a 3,000-year-old calendar of appointed days provides the secret to the most dynamic year of our lives. Even ordaining a plague, a national lockdown, days of fire, and the changing of the Supreme Court. Secret information regarding an anonymous prayer and a mysterious template that may lie behind the event that overtook Capitol Hill and shook the nation. And the mysterious ancient king that may have revealed the secret behind a modern American president and so much more. Also included in this must-have collection, The Gods of the Bible Unveiled on DVD, where Derek Gilbert systematically breaks down how to understand what the gods in the Bible are and what their place in Christianity actually is. In this instructional guide, you'll be taken step-by-step through why God calls his sons gods in the Psalms, how the fall in Genesis was only one of three divine rebellions, and how the Greek gods and titans found their origin in our Bibles. But that's not all. In this amazing offer, you'll also receive the Jonathan Kahn Collection, featuring three uncut, extended, and too hot for TV episodes on the return of the gods that will leave you speechless. This DVD also includes three additional episodes of Jonathan's best interviews with the Skywatch TV investigative team. Sold separately, these items hold a retail value of over $75. Yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling. But right now, you can upgrade your master collection to include the absolutely astonishing Josiah Manifesto Uncensored 8-DVD album featuring hours of additional totally uncensored raw materials and mysteries that are not included in the book or anywhere else but right here, including the Island of Mystery, the Winds of Hinnom, Jehu and the Temple of Baal, the Jubilee and Redemption and the Child of the Nile, and the Manifesto Part 1 and 2 and the Very Last Mystery. This special upgrade includes all of the items from the Josiah Manifesto Master Collection and the exclusive uncensored 8-DVD album, which altogether holds a retail value of $200. Yours now for your donation of only $74.99 plus shipping and handling. So be prepared to understand the end times like never before as you dive into the Josiah Manifesto Master Collection or the Master Collection with upgrade uncensored 8 DVD album. So order now at skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the Josiah Manifesto Master Collection.